Hello, we are on the air. This is Kathy Cook, Bridging Wisdom with Grandmother Drum, White Eagle. And I'm not going to give much of an introduction because there's so much to say about this beautiful, wonderful soul. I'm just going to bring you right on on. Hey, White Eagle, how are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Greetings from up here in Alaska. Wow, it's so good to have you on finally. We've been trying to do this for months. Um, I know that uh, you have the grandmother drum that you take around all over all over the world, and seven foot, and you beat that heartbeat into healing and peace. And uh, why don't you tell a little bit about what you do? Well, the grandmother drum was a vision of indigenous grandmothers that was given to me many years ago to be the heartbeat of all nations and the heartbeat of our ancestors, and to travel around the world as really a voice of Mother Earth to call her children back to sanity. Uh, We're going through a very, very powerful time on Earth. Everyone knows this from different prophecies and teachings from across the world. And great, great changes. And this sound, uh, which is a perfect resonance uh, that's now even been measured in in the studios, is allowing people to hear this beacon of love through all the chaos, and finding our true destiny and our true nature. So it's been a passion of mine to activate as many hearts as possible, activate as many of the ley lines on Mother Earth as possible, to really ring in this new millennium with a state of grace and our original selves. So it's been traveling now for a decade, um, and we've traveled a half a million miles, touching a half a million people in nine countries. Uh, with this global heartbeat and uh, really reminding us about our oneness. That is so beautiful. I listened to some of your YouTubes you got up. And, um, yeah, just amazing. And to see the drum and see in action the people that come around and the feeling that I get, the peace that, that comes over me and, you know, I've always told my kids that whenever they wanted to call me to call to beat that drum for my birth, <laughs> you know, it just it just does something for us. You know, you also have well, a beautiful scene. Exactly, voice. it's the oldest sound we heard coming into this life is our mother's heartbeat. So there's something you know. I travel in Israel. I've traveled in you know, across Australia, in Peru. You know, and places where I don't speak the language at all. And when I when I uh, allow grandmother to speak to everyone, everyone gets it. You know, people just lay under that drum and I'll uh, drone the heartbeat of grandmother, you know, and have them laying down around the base of her for a half an hour, 40 minutes. And they all come up with just tears in their eyes, you know, because it's something that speaks to that first cell that we ever were in our mother's womb. And so in a world that, you know, we've become so affluent and educated, but yet we're spiritually poor. I believe that the drum uh, can transcend all of the words, all of the uh, differences, all of the cultures, all of the races, and all of the religions to just speak to that voice of unity and sanity that's at the core of us all. Um, And I think that's, you know, we're really in that emergency time, not for the planet herself, because she is so powerful, she'll go on without us. It's our lives here that we get to decide in our lifetime. And we're now 7 billion strong on this planet and have to choose how we um, interact with each other and the land. So I believe that this is one of those things that we can't deny when the drum is played, especially this particular drum. It's crystal inlaid. It's the only kind in the world um, like it, it was designed by the grandmothers. I received every bit of this in dream. So when we, you know, go to this drum, it has a, a this perfect resonance, and it also activates our entire energy field. But there is so. a there is a feeling when I listen to it and when I hear it that is not it's almost indescribable. You know, I remember reading when I first found you uh, where the lady had cancer and she laid under it? Yes. You went to yeah, this that. was very early on. Yeah, that was very early on. We didn't know much about its healing properties at that point, you know. I received the matrix, this crystal spiral matrix in my dreams, but I didn't know that it was going to wind up doing 
these kinds of, you know, miraculous healings on people. And so, you know, when we did that, uh, it was just really a, a woman who was coming to me for a normal healing session. And at that time, the drum was birthed. And so it was in our healing room. And I said, well, let me lay you under the drum. She was nervous about getting a aspirated kidney because she had a cyst on it. And uh, she wanted me to do this kind of hypnosis so that she would go in there and not feel it and be much more calm. And I just uh, laid a crystal on it and we started doing a guided visualization. And, uh, you know, the next day she got it aspirated and and, uh, went to get it aspirated and and it was dissolved. So uh, we were then uh, going, wow, you know, that wasn't my plan for that session and it was nothing I told her would happen. And then we started to unravel a great mystery of the grandmothers and what they had built uh, in asking me to do this. So... Now we've witnessed so many of those kinds of healings, not only from the physical, but also the emotional and spiritual traumas that people have been through and, and how the drum opens those things up for healing. And uh, it's been a, an amazing journey um, of, you know, trial and experiment and great bliss and, and great challenge as well for many people that it brought up healing that weren't quite ready for it and and didn't want to do that healing, you know, rejected that healing and wound up getting uh, more shut down or more angry from it. So we know the drum has an enormous power behind it to uh, for a force of healing. And yet drums, are, of course, were used in the past for warfare. You know, they were there to rile people to make them feel indestructible. And mm-hmm. this is a great power that we have and a great responsibility. And I believe that the drum is the instrument of power and uh, we get to choose, with the use of this medicine, uh, the power of love or the love of power. And uh, this is really, really our, our juncture for humanity at this moment. This is what we're, we're really asking, uh, whether the planet is ready to move from the love of power to the power of love. And Grandmother uh, really has been done all in prayer. Uh, for many, many years, I received these this guidance, and then during the building of it took over a, a year. We were in prayer ceremony in a teepee for that year and uh, did uh, pray for each continent and, and had people from different religious traditions and spiritual practices doing their meditations, their sweat lodges, all the different, praying the rosary, you name it, while this drum was being born uh, to bring people in the prayer for unification of all nations and all cultures and, and all tribes. And uh, I think that we have witnessed that uh, tremendously as we've traveled around the world, people making those um, transformations in their life. And I couldn't be more blessed. I tell people it wasn't the the half a million people that I touched. It was the half a million people that touched me. So I feel enormously transformed from the experience of this awakening. I remember on your way back, you saw some wells being birthed. It's all right. Uh, I saw it on one of your uh, posts that on the way back from, uh, I believe it was Australia to Peru, you saw some whales being birthed. Oh, yes, that was just an enormous treat. We were coming across the Nullarbor of Australia. It's a very flat area of Australia that goes from South Australia to West Australia. And um, we were coming back from, you know, really touring across the entire continent when uh, we made it through for the birthing of of the right whales. And uh, there was a Maori man from New Zealand who actually worked at the visitor center there. And when he saw our drum project, he was so moved. He said, well, these are aboriginal lands, and and normally you can't go on these lands without permission. And he said, but I can give you permission, and I'm going to let you go down to the beach to to play the drum by the whales. So we had the honor of of hearing these enormous birthing sounds across the cliffs and playing grandmother drum uh, to assist these mothers in their in their birthing process. So that was like a massive treat, and, and this is the magic that happens around this project all the time. Wow. Tell us some more of your stories. Oh, my goodness. There's one miracle story after another. I think that, you know, we are here in the fulfillment of two major prophecies uh, in in our lifetime that are in our indigenous people across the world. And that is the, the first prophecy is the eagle 
uh, I mean, the eagle and condor prophecy is one prophecy, and the other one is the east meeting the west. And the first one was the east meeting the west, and it's a prophecy that the Tibetans have, as well as the Hopi. And it's a prophecy that speaks to the unification of the east and the west coming together. And that prophecy um, that the Tibetans had was when the iron bird flies and horses run on wheels, which, of course, was speaking to the age of trains and cars and planes, we will be exiled to the land of the red man, and our dharma will be spread upon the earth. And this prophecy, it was the prophecy of the exile of the Dalai Lama and all the teachings of the East that are now in the West, which is everything from Qigong to meditation, yoga, Ayurveda, all of those teachings that we now have in the West to help bring the power of meditation and the power of the body into the West. And the Hopi elders met the Dalai Lama back in the 90s. And the Hopi actually had almost the identical prophecy, which was when the iron bird flies and horses run on wheels, the red-robed people of the East will come to our lands and the two brothers will be united. And that was the first fulfillment of what they call the whirling rainbow prophecies, which are the prophecies that we really tour with and share around the world. And that's why our nonprofit is called the Whirling Rainbow Foundation. It's based on that Hopi and Navajo prophecy of the whirling rainbow of nations coming back together. And these were the signs, these were the signs that the nations or the colors of the rainbow would be coming back together. So that prophecy, that whirling rainbow prophecy, was this healing wind would begin in the north and spread like a whirling rainbow. So whatever this was, this transformation, was going to come out of the north. And the first sign would be this coming together of the East and the West. Of course, we have seen the fulfillment of that now. The second part was this eagle and condor prophecy, which was shared by all the peoples of North and South America and Central America that we have spent many, many um, tours with and sharing those teachings with. And that those prophecies have to do with the coming together of the eagle, which is a symbol of our country, with the condor, which is a symbol, of course, of South America. And they said when they would come together to shed a tear, the healing of nations would begin. And we believe that has a lot to do with what's going on presently in our world. The the elders started in the later 90s to start to speak to that prophecy and start to unite the elders of the Americas. And they were starting to meet in places like Guatemala and Mexico, which they call the crossroads of the North and South American continent, what we call Central America. Uh, And we joined with them in 2007 uh, during our Eagle and Jaguar tour, we called, where we met um, the Mayan elders in Guatemala and did ceremony with them around this prophecy. And the interesting thing is when the drum was given to me in a dream over many, many years, I knew nothing of these prophecies at that time. And this drum was given to me in my dreams by three Mayan elders that appeared to me, three Mayan grandmothers. And the drum was actually not a drum of North America. And I did not know it was a drum of South America at the time. I just saw this large kettle drum and uh, in the dreams. And I found out later on during an amazing conference here in Alaska before the drum was born uh, with a South American elder that came to our gathering gave me a present of a small uh, kettle-shaped drum, just a really tiny one, mm-hmm. and told me it was because I was to give it to an elder in the north uh, to fulfill, to begin the fulfillment of the eagle and condor. Now, this was back in 1999. And so this elder handed it to me, and I thought, oh, it's because I needed to give it to the right person. But as the evening transpired, she said, no, no, I'm told by spirit to give it to you. I said, well, I'm not an elder. I was only 39 at the time. 
And I said, I don't know why you're giving me this. And she said, well, I don't know either, but Spirit's telling me to give it to you. And it wasn't until months later that it was sitting on my altar and I realized, oh, this looks exactly like the drum that's been appearing in my dreams all these years, except it's just tiny. And so when I was telling people that the grandmothers had told me to build this drum, um, I was using this little kultrum, that's what it's called in South America, to the Mapuche tribe of Paraguay, Uruguay, and Patagonia. And I said to everyone, we're going to build a giant drum like this. And that's how I got support from the Alaska community and the Alaska tribe. And we began um, the building process. Well, we made replicas of this little one from bowls that we had here in Alaska, these beautiful birch bowls that our tourists buy. And I asked the man who owned the store whether he would donate some so we could make these little miniature ones to sell to raise money to build the big drum. And he agreed. Um, we built now um, well over 2,200 of them to support the project. And um, 10 years later, we've traveled the world, all over the world with this medicine. And this final teaching of uniting the Americas came when I arrived in Peru for the first time. And I met a woman there who had a very large drum. And it was not a South American drum at all. It was a North American drum. And it was very oversized. It wasn't as big as grandmother drum. But I said to her, do other people have drums like this? She said, no, I was told to build this. Oh my and, goodness. You know, and it's been in my living room. I, I just I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. But um, these are, she was a farmer, and these were her two cows that had died, and she knew she had to honor them. So she has the largest North American powwow drum I've ever seen. And Grandmother Drum was in her house side by side with this drum, and the two drums were united. A month later, I'm at the 11-11-11, and a Mapuche elder is coming to the ceremony in the Sacred Valley, where 300 shamans were uniting from all of the Americas, Uruguay, Paraguay, Guatemala, Mexico, um, you name it, Peru, Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, and all over the United States. And this was all the elders fulfilling the eagle and condor prophecy by closing the 1111 gate and saying it's finished. And I arrived there, and the Mapuche elder who was there recognized that the grandmother drum looked like a giant cauldron. And I said, I have to tell the story that when this all began, a woman handed me a little tiny cauldron. Here it is in my hand. I had it with me and told me I was the one to um, carry on this fulfillment. And I built something that looked exactly like this culture, not knowing that that's what I was doing at the time. And now I'm meeting with the elders for the very first time in a decade I ever met a Mapuche elder. And I said, it came from, from, uh, from your tribe. It was given, it was brought to North America. And I'm bringing the drum now back to South America, where this drum originates. And um, it grew up since then. So a decade later, after traveling a half a million miles, I was before the Mapuche people handing them the, the love of Grandmother Drum. And on that same week, the um, Kiro shamans of Peru handed me the condor fan. And I passed over my eagle fan, and we exchanged those feather fans, and that was complete. That is just and I believe that we're seeing that now, is that the elders are saying that unification is taking place of the Americas and all of the indigenous knowledge of North mm -hmm. and South America. And this spring, we're celebrating that with a program to bring all of the South American teachings and all the North American indigenous teachings together in an 18-day program in Peru. Yeah. So I feel like it's just been like absolutely pure magic that has brought this drum 
uh, to the world and also the fulfillment of many teachings that are in our indigenous people from the Americas about the fulfillment of 2012. And now we come into unity consciousness, which is this one heart, one mind consciousness. And I believe that the grandmother drum is the voice of that consciousness, that she was ushering in the age of oneness by her very vibration. I'm telling you, it's just heartwarming to hear this story. Um, Doug has got, we're going to pick back up where we left off right here, but first I wanted to ask, is it is okay if we play Global Heart that you have? Absolutely. Okay. You want to tell a little bit about it before Doug starts it? Which Which track are we playing? He ripped Global Heart. Oh, wonderful. Well, I think the track will speak for itself, actually. This is a track of of really listening to the heartbeat of of Grandmother and ushering in this gate of grace, this living waters of grace in the heart. Okay. Doug, we're ready. Long before, long ago, before great-grandmother Africa cradled our ancestors, the beat was the word, and the word was the rhythm of creation. And the rhythm of creation is the harmony of humanity. And where there is harmony, there is peace. Arise, my children, to the dawning of the fifth sun. I am the voice of the grandmother, pulsing in your veins since the beginning. I am grandmother here to sing you awake. I am grandmother, keeper of hearts and dreams. From your infancy, I have held you sacred. I am grandmother, patient as earth, tender of birth. Come gather round my cedar womb and let me serve you wisdom and understanding and fill your cups with ancient songs. I am grandmother. Come lay your head against my breast, and I will comfort you with my own heart's rhythm, and I will warm you with the vibrations of my soul. I am grandmother, calling you home. Welcome to the journey of the Grandmother Drum. Welcome on a journey of who you really are. The heartbeat of creation. The heartbeat of our ancestors. And the very heartbeat of love that lives in all things. Thank you, Doug, BBS Radio, for playing that for us. White Eagle, that is just very, very, very moving and touching. Um, it puts you right into a tranquil state. <laughs> well, thank you. That was the opening to our Grandmother Drum Awakening the Global Heart movie and uh, that, we, that we did in 2007 about 2,000 hours putting together that film of our work and um, that won an award in Israel uh, for the top 20 spiritual films in 2008. We were flown to Israel for the release of that film and that's when the Israelis asked us when we were bringing Grandmother Drum to Israel 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, when you can fund it to get here. So they spent the next year uh, working on bringing Grandmother Drum uh, to Israel. We had an amazing three-month tour in 2009. Mm-hmm. I have always thought that we were inside the Mother Earth, you know. I studied with some uh, grandmothers in New York, and the the feeling that I got when I came home was that we were still all in her womb, in Mother Earth's womb, and that when we when we pass over, then we're birthed. Yes. Is there? Uh, you also uh, make your own drums for other people to be able to have a piece of, or you have you have drum. Uh, where you, everybody gets together and learns to make the drums? Yes. Yeah, we do uh, ceremonial drum-making workshops uh, all over the world because, you know, I always tell people I do a lot of um, healing work of all different kinds, shamanic work in groups and in individuals. And uh, where we are on the planet, I tell people if you need courage, get a drum. If you need healing, get a drum. If you need direction, get a drum. And so um, I really want to put this uh, sacred and holy instrument, one of the first instruments that we ever had uh, on the planet, uh, back into the hands of people. Uh, because as we move through this time, we, we need so much grounding. And the drum really grounds us back to our heart. So um, we make, we've now made over 4,000 drums into the hands of, of people around the world. We also have community drums that we call the mother drums of grandmother. And these are three-foot um, powwow-style drums that we train um, people in holding in their communities. As on every solstice and equinox, we have about 360 cities and 60 countries praying peace with the drum now across the world. And our community drummers are that space that people can come to, and uh, they go through a seven-day training uh, to be a drum keeper with our network. We call the Drum for Change Global Network and put that, that teaching in their hands and teach a lot about the primary medicine wheel teachings, what we call the Red Road of the Heart teachings, of how to have an open heart, a clear heart, a soft heart, and a strong heart for the world that we live in and how indigenous wisdom from around the world that I've traveled now for more than three decades um, I gathered that medicine from different indigenous people. I share that in, in one full medicine wheel of teachings that can help people use ancient wisdom for contemporary times. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Well, sure. Um, well, there's four teachings that we work with. They're very, very simple, and of course they relate directly to the four elements of earth, air, fire, and water as well as mental, mental life, physical life, emotional life, and spiritual life. So these are, are the chambers of the heart, we call the four chambers of the heart, as well as the four directions of the drum, and all the teachings that are on the, the design of the drum we actually make. And most people don't know what's behind this style drum and the teachings that were originally taught with the drum. So I bring those into all of the ceremonies and workshops in many uh, different formats. We have a, a three-week shamanic school. We have a seven-day drum keepers training. We have uh, two- and three-day drum-making workshops and rattle-making workshops. And those uh, really help to anchor these teachings. They're teachings that really span all religions. If you ever read the book, The Four Agreements, um, these teachings are, are exactly the same or the Four Noble Truths of the Buddhists. All of these sacred teachings from around the world would fit into this beautiful medicine wheel. And um, and they, they take a while to teach. They're not something I can teach in a half an hour, but I'll give you the gist of those teachings. Our East teachings are the teachings of the sun. They are where our sun rises in the morning. We know as Grandfather Sun. And it's also the place in our body known as our solar plexus, where the sun sits in the rib cage, which we call the great light assemblage of the human. This is how Creator has assembled us to an umbilicus to the planet. 
And so that third chakra area of the human body is also considered our East teaching. And it's the teaching of the warrior. And the warrior is somebody that knows how to take a stand in life for who they are. It's somebody who has the courage to be who they are. And I tell many stories about when we're challenged in life by people who don't believe in us or um, don't believe in our work and uh, criticize us and judge us. This is where we get initiated. We call it in our teachings. It's the East is the home of the word initiation. It's where we move through rites of passage in order to gain power. And that power is the power of love. So when we go through these trials and tribulations in life, and I've been through many of them along my journey, um, from my personal life to my public life, um, I've received many challenges to my work. And those have made me, allowed me to stand in who I am with love and grace. So anywhere we get challenged in life is, is the East teaching. It's the home of what challenged me today, that friction in life. And we need a little bit of that in everything. Not a lot. If we have too much, we get all that stress. And this is the home of the backbone of having courage to stand up. Its teaching is show up and be present. Welcome life. And its instrument in our teachings is the instrument of the rattle because this is the first instrument we're ever given. And that's to shake our spirit from the spirit world as a baby into the physical to come meet the challenge of the third dimension and come into this life. So we, our East teaching is that teaching that the sun gives us. And the sun and Mother Earth are the two primary parents that make life on Earth. So our West teaching is Mother Earth. It's the place of the night. It's the place of the body in our teachings. And it's about being able to be open but not attached to the form something takes in our life. It's about the great mystery, the things we don't understand. But that we show up wholeheartedly. The East is the strong heart or the brave heart. And the West is the full heart or the whole heart. That we show up for our teachings wholeheartedly, regardless of the details. And this instrument of of this direction, the West instrument, is the clicking of sticks or the clicking of bones. It's a teaching about breaking family patterns so that we can come wholeheartedly into who we are and going back to the marrow of the bone. So all the shamanic instruments of the bones are often in the West or the footbells to help us ground our dream into this world. So those go onto the feet when we do our traditional dancing. So the East is the brave heart in our teachings. The West is the full heart. And it also speaks to all those places where we get half-hearted. Because that's the shadow side of the West is when we're half-hearted about our job or about a relationship it means that we've outgrown that situation. We've outgrown that situation. And that is wonderful. And a lot of these teachings that I'm sharing, there's a wonderful uh, Basque folklorist, uh, Angelus Arian, who's spoken a lot to these teachings. She has a little bit different understanding than we do of them, but she has articulated them extremely well and has written some books on this topic of the four chambers of the heart. Our South teaching is the teaching of water. If you can imagine that the East and West represents our divine parents. When they make love, then the baby's waters break. That's our South teaching. And the North is the baby takes its first breath. So our air elements in the North. So these are why these are divinely placed where they are. The South teaching is the soft and open heart. This is the water element of who we are, emotional body. And this is always paying attention to what has heart in our life. 
in every interaction that we always focus on what has heart and what touches us and what moves us, that that leads us. And to keep the heart always open, no matter what happens to us. The grandmothers say the heart is always forgiving. And that's got kind of a double meaning there, doesn't it, really? The South teaching is all about giving. The heart is always forgiving, no matter what anyone does or doesn't do. People betray us all the time, but we cannot betray love itself. And we give our love regardless of what people do. And if we experience that we're hurt or we close down our heart, the only remedy for it is forgiveness. Nobody can do anything to us. It's our choice. So we love no matter. So that's how we keep the heart open and soft. Strong in the east, full in the west, open and soft in the south. This is where we're gathering our power for these times. And that's why Grandmother Drum speaks to the heart of the matter, speaks to all four aspects of this chamber of the heart to activate and enliven it. And then our north teaching is our air element. We have our warrior in the east, our teacher in the west, because the body is always the teacher, our healer in the south, and in the north, our visionary, our air element, our winged creatures the eagle and condor that have the high vision. And this is meant to receive. The mind is meant to receive. represents the mind and the body. And this is where we must listen to our guidance, go into meditation, take still time and listen. And once we receive our guidance, then we need to take action in the East and show up with our courage to take the first steps on that guidance. If we're confused, we're told to wait and not make decisions yet. So our east is the place of action, but the north is where we actually listen. We stop and we listen. South is giving, north is receiving. And once we receive that guidance, if we refuse to act on it, we call that depression. Many people come to me in, in therapy and in healing work and they'll say, I need some guidance. I don't know what, where, what my next step is. Almost every single person walks in the door thinking they need guidance. And within a f- 15 minutes of that session, I'll realize from our conversation that they do know what they, they need to do. They've received guidance. In fact, they've received it two or three times, but they don't have the courage to act on it. And I tell them, you're not in the North teaching. You're not confused-hearted. You're weak-hearted, lacking the courage to be who you are and trusting life to provide. The birds wake up singing. That's why it's in the East. The home of singing is in the East because the birds wake up to the sun and they don't know where the next meal comes from, but they trust every moment. So it's not for us to figure out how that vision is to come to fruition. It's for us to show up. I tell people, I showed up in Australia my very first year on tour from all the guidance I received from the grandmothers. I followed it impeccably. I showed up with $50 in my pocket and $50,000 worth of expenses of transport in over my head. I have no idea how it would be manifest. And if I waited for the money, I would have never left. And I showed up in Australia with $50. And four-month tour unraveled with hosts in every region, a truck, a trailer, four staff, all volunteering their time because I showed up for my guidance. Not only did we pay the expenses, but everything was covered. All the villages were, were empowered And that was because I showed up for my guidance. And I have so many people that are out there right now that are listening to this that know what they're supposed to be doing, but they get clear guidance 
from their higher self, from spirit, from God, from the grandmothers and grandfathers, however they understand these teachings. But they just refuse to show up because they want to know every little detail before it happens. And you only need to see a hundred yards in front of your car when you're driving down the road at night. You don't need to see the whole road. You just need that first step. And the rest is shown to you as you open up. So these four teachings are our guideposts of living a completely integrous life to the design of energy of the human. We call it the design of energy. And when people live their life by showing up, paying attention to what has heart in the South, being open but not attached to the outcome in the West, but showing up full-heartedly and listening to guidance, they have a life that they call synchronistic. That's what they call magic. People go, how did that happen? Because they're not trying to live their lives from the mind, but from spirit. Spirit is the driver. So these four teachings are universal, and there's many layers to them. We talk about the instrument, the shamanic instruments related to these teachings and what we use across the world to help empower these aspects, the meditation style that we use to activate this energy, the breath work that we do to activate this energy in our lives, um, the physical practices, the foods that we're eating, and the initiations that we go through. And this is what we teach in our school. We get people through all of these to reclaim their mental life, their physical life, their emotional life, their spiritual life. And we use these sacred tools that are really universal to every spiritual path to help them to do that. And the number one tool, if no one has time for all of this work with us, the drum is the fastest and the quickest way back to the heart. So I don't know if that makes sense. And it makes if you nervous. have any questions or stories, but I have stories that I tell in every single aspect of my own life and how I walked my teachings and how I learned from my mistakes in these areas, you know. And then people do a lot of their own personal sharings and go, oh, that makes sense to me now. Yeah. The... Uh Doug has ripped another song, which is called Hawaiian Ceremony. And BBS, the, uh, the engineer, would you like for us to okay. play that? Sure, that would be beautiful. Because you do the 528 frequency on the drum? Yeah. Sounds like a, a a live piece from one of our films, not uh-huh. one of our not one of our CDs, but it's a live cut from one of our performances. It was, I love like. it. <laughs> yeah, that um, that chant is a what we call a power song, which is an East song. When we need to get courage, uh, we sing the power songs, and they're very very loud and and they thrust from the gut, you know, and and they involve really giving us motivation and power to make this journey from the head to the heart, from logic to love. And um, I received a lot of my own power songs when I was journeying with grandmother and building grandmother. Ones that I sing, and particularly that one, that's the Vision Quest song that was given to me actually in a dream um, when I was building grandmother drum. So um, the power songs are always there to give us courage uh, to make that journey and to be authentic. I love Nisa Nisa. The song. Yeah, now that one, of course, is a more traditional Iroquois. Um, I have heritage in the Seneca Nation um, through bloodline, and uh, I I never was raised in in the cultural heritage, unfortunately, but um, I've had such a passion uh, for drums and indigenous work since I was a little girl, 
and it wasn't until my 40s that I found out I even had any heritage, but um, that song is one of my favorites, and uh, we recorded this one actually in, in Jerusalem in a cave underground uh, in a water cistern, so that's natural acoustics you're hearing in that chant uh, to Grandmother Moon. The word for Grandmother Moon in Seneca is Nisa. That's what Gramps Twilight heard taught us when we first got there was that song. Mm-hmm. And she's Seneca. So yes, it yes, touches me deep. Would you, I know you don't, could, could you sing it for us right here? Oh, should I sing it live for you right Sure. Well, first, the two words are important um, to understand. The word Nisa, of course, means grandmother moon, and Gaiweo is the Seneca word for great spirit. So this is a chant that's done usually into the full moon, and it's done in rounds. So uh, just like a kind of row, row, row your boat is done in rounds, this song is done in rounds, and it's quite beautiful. So it, it begins very softly. Nisa, 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 Gaiweo, Gaiweo, Nisa, 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 Gaiweo, Gaiweo, Nisa, 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 Gaiweo, Gaiweo, Gaiweo. Just beautiful. That is just beautiful. Before we close, we've got about five minutes left. I would like for you to just offer the world that's listening. There's 190 countries listening out there. What would you give them as some simple wisdom and clarity for peace today and listening with their hearts? Well, we call in the Divine Grandmother and Grandfather, the Divine Mother and Father that lives inside every human heart through this beautiful color of the rose of the Divine Mother and the beautiful blue of divine will of the Father. And we blend them in the human heart now into this beautiful violet flame of the divine will of love. This is our very nature as human beings. And we dissolve now into that light all the stories of our karmic history of being victims, persecutors, rescuers, harming one another out of our deep unworthiness. And we come into the divine knowledge now that we are holy and whole. Nothing and no one can ever take that from us. And from this place, we can offer forgiveness for everything that has transpired on our planet, in our personal lives, in our childhood, in our past lives, to clear the slate, to let go of the blame and the shame, and to come into our divine birthright, which is to love in spite of. to hold the banner high of our unity that as we love ourselves so we love others and we come into this divine grace pouring through the heart now healing every part of the human body soul and spirit pouring in to the web of humanity 
in that same restoration for all life to be uplifted on this planet and to create and steward again this Garden of Eden. We open up our hearts, clear our hearts, soften our hearts, strengthen our hearts with this clear voice of love of Grandmother Drum and this pure violet flame of transmutation from the human to the divine. And so it is. And so it is. White Eagle, I would like to thank you for being a part of Bridging Wisdom tonight, October the 2nd, 2012. I'm Kathy Cook, and before we close, could you please give out information how people could find you? Wonderful. Well, they can go to our website at www.whirlingrainbow.com, and they can join us on the countless conversations on Facebook under the Grandmother Drum International Peace Project, uh, my White Eagle Medicine Woman fan page, the Whirling Rainbow Foundation fan page, and our community Drum and Drum for Change Global Network. So you can find us all over, including our Europe tour going all the way through seven countries in Europe next spring. So if you're in Europe, please look at your country with Grandmother Drum uh, UK or Grandmother Drum Poland, and you'll see those pages up there as well. If you don't see your country there, please contact us about wanting our tour to come into your area. And uh, please join our global love affair. Thank you so much. Thank it's you been so much an honor, for having me. It's a privilege and just a blessing to get back in contact with you again. Yes, Thank you for being here. a part. Thank you for being a part. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you, BBS Radio Station One, for carrying such a wonderful message for us. This is Kathy Cook. Others know me as Bright Lights Pathfinders, Bridging Wisdom. Good night, everyone. <laughs>